I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Timonini. On this podcast, we're bringing you audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, you will hear the Monday press conference audio that featured Ohio State men's basketball coach Chris Holtman. In his media availability, the coach talked about what did and didn't go well against North Carolina over the weekend in Madison Square Garden, and he also previews Wednesday's upcoming game against Maine. In the presser, Holtman talks about relying on young players, especially in key situations down the stretch in big games, discusses the improving health of Eugene Brown and when he'll be back in the lineup, and much more. Now, before we get into that audio, if you are finding this episode on LandGrantHolyLand.com, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing you so much audio content, especially right now when we have both men's and women's basketball taking to the court and the buildup to the college football playoff for the football team. You will not hear this much coverage covering so many different sports and so many different angles with different voices and perspectives anywhere else in the Buckeye podcasting universe. All right, with all of that out of the way, here is Ohio State men's basketball coach, Chris Holtman. All right. Hey, uh, uh, updates as far as I shared on the radio show. Um, I think most of you guys heard those. Um, both both guys are uh, uh, – Gene's making progress. Expect his um, return shortly. Not exactly sure yet. It's going to depend on how, how practice goes. Um Obviously, a couple of days of prep here uh, following uh, Saturday. It's going to be important for us. This is a good main team. They won at uh, Boston College. Um, there was a, it was a tight game um, in the second half against uh, Nebraska. Um, and we know Nebraska, I think, has had some really impressive wins this year. So it's a good team. Their net ranking, uh, I think, uh, validates that. Got the older, stronger guys, well-coached. Um, uh, good team, uh, so we'll need to have a couple good days of prep. If you get Gene back soon, how does that impact rotation? Where does he fit into when you got guys that they get with the facilities? Yeah, I think um, uh, it's at this point it's um, it'd be just kind of speculation. I mean, he plays either wing spot. Adam, um, kind of the three four, which are pretty similar in our system. Um, so he also gives us the ability if we want to play smaller, maybe a little bit faster on occasion to just play three of those guys together. Um, so uh, his versatility and length, he can guard bigger guys, he can guard smaller guys. Um, I think will will really help this team. So there's there's certainly a place for him. Um, but it's too early to tell, kind of yet. I thought your answer at the game about ice with mental injury, both physical and pretty pretty enormous, pretty open. And 
when you're helping a guy come back to something like that as a coach, like how do you think you come along as you've gone through your career to start helping guys through those situations? I'm sure you you want what's best for him. You also need him to be your best for right. yourself. Yeah. How do you approach those situations with a player who's going through things like that? You're trying to help them, but I'm sure you also be looking back at something. Yeah, I think is, um, you know, I think today's athlete, uh, there's um, certainly more awareness. Um, I think there's more honesty with athletes. Uh, there's more openness with, with athletes and coaches than there's ever been. Um, and that's, I think, a good thing. That's a really good thing. It's a healthy thing. Um, <clears throat> and I think when you go through some of just the, the – the traumatic things that have happened with people he care, cares about um, that can uh, bring to the surface some things that uh, um, uh, maybe he he's he's, he's uh, struggled with. So um, I really want it to be his story. So I want to be careful um, what I say and how much I say because it's really his story. Uh, but just generally, I think you guys know how. Um, how I feel, how I think pretty much every coach at this school feels about just encouraging a level of honesty when it comes to all that stuff. So, Coach, back on Gene, just before his injury, how much growth did you see him make kind of over the offseason? I know last week you talked about him actually playing a big role in this. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, his offseason was, was taken away because of some, um, some other, you know, minor injuries. So, I think when we saw him, it was it was exciting because we were able to see some things that we felt like could help our group, um, and just some of the versatility that he provides. You know, we were able to switch in some cases three through five. We did that at uh, at Michigan last year to be able to have a guy where you can switch. You know, has that a switchability uh, is a is a good thing for you. So um, I think. Uh, you know, it was exciting, but to be honest with you, he had a really kind of truncated uh, off season. Um, so hopefully, we can get him back, and, and and I think our team needs him. I don't think I know our team needs him, and we're excited to get him back when we can. And I know you know talking about kind of the timeline for him to return and stuff like that. You said you know that's medical staff and not something you you know necessarily get involved with. Yeah. Um, but I just I just wonder um, with the concussion issue that you, know, you have to get one last year too, right? Uh, he did save your game. Yeah. Um, is any part of him you know missing ten plus games uh, because of this have to do with uh, Kyle Young situation with his repeated concussion or anything like that? No, no. I don't, I mean I, you'd have to ask him, but I, I don't think so. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think at all. I think he, he's. I think this is. I don't want to say he's only, but it's it was the second one. I don't think he's had a history of them. You know, Kyle kind of had a number, a number of them. So I, I don't think that played into it at all. But you'd have to ask him. Major with the day to digest uh, what happened in New York City. When you think about the game, what, what's your big takeaway now? You have to lead the game, played pretty well, got the game to overtime, big clutch shot at the end. Yeah. Um, Good things. Yeah. But what's your big takeaway from that game and where you go from there? Yeah, I think, Jared, as much as anything, you're like any uh, game at this point in the season, you're saying, okay, hey, what, you know, what did we do well? Uh, where have we improved from the prior game, from the Rutgers game to the Carolina game? How can we continue to improve in those areas? And then what do we need to clean up? You know, I mentioned on the radio show, looking back on it, a lot of things we I talk about, but uh, initially having more um, extending our pressure 
um, in the uh, full court, uh, I think would have been something late that, that we need to just execute that better uh, by putting justice down the floor a little bit uh, to prevent that, uh, that half-court pass. Um, that and, I, and then, you know, we have not seen a lot of press this year. The, what we saw against Cincinnati, we handled very well. Uh, what we've what we've seen against other teams, we've really handled well. This was the first time we really struggled with it, and they're good at it. Uh, so that that'd be the other thing we've got to get better with. The other question I had leaving that game is: you've already had two situations this year, late game situations, mm-hmm. where you put the ball in a freshman's hands, and he's confidently taken the ball. And in the case of this last game, football and ball. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your your confidence? Obviously, you're confident. My curiosity is: how did he earn it? What has he done? to show you that in those late game situations, even as a young player, he's uniquely maybe capable. Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I think I think what sometimes people forget about is, is most of all these scenarios we have went over a number of times in practice, defensively and offensively. Like we don't – we're not guessing in those situations what we're going to do on either end. It's already been discussed in the offseason. It's already been planned on. There's rationale behind it. Um, so we knew without a timeout where we were going to go in that situation. It's one of you know two or three things. But there was about 16 seven seconds on the clock by the time Bruce got it. And if you were there, you heard it was loud. It was a loud crowd. It was a, a road-type environment. So there needed to be a hand signal from the bench and – um, it needed to be simple enough that our guy, guys could execute it. Um, we talked about um, maybe an adjustment he could make from the Rutgers game um, off of a similar action. He did make an adjustment. Um, we'll have to have different things we run. We, it's not like we can, we're going to be in a lot of close games. I don't think we can run the same thing every time. But I guess to your uh, question, um, you, you, you learn that by, by going through those scenarios uh, in practice um, and then we'll adjust if we feel like, hey, there's – we went to him in justice really late. You know, people think just because he scored it, he was we – we went to him and just, justice had a big uh, finish. Um, so those were the two guys we were going through. But it'll be a number of guys we go through late. Those two guys will certainly be in the mix. Justice. You know, I think he likes he likes that role. He likes being a bigger ball handler, bigger point guard. I think he he embraces that. Um, I think it, he's you know so it's exciting for him. I think uh, to do that, I think he feels a little more even involved. He's got good play. He's got to limit his his turnovers. He's got to play stronger um, at times. But um, I thought Justice. Uh, He's got to lead the way with his competitiveness every game. And I thought he led our team um, on Saturday with just his overall competitiveness. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, Big Ten, uh, it's been kind of a mixed bag. A uh, lot of good wins and some tough losses some of the teams have taken. Just, uh, are you keeping one eye kind of on the other 13 teams in your leg as you're looking at North Carolina and Maine and the teams you're playing? Just, uh, what's, your, what's your overall sense of, of what uh, Big Ten's going to be like? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, we get into this week, our focus is really – Solely on Maine, but you you do uh, you do peak like on the weekend at how how teams are doing or you're you know you're getting ready for the game and the you know Indiana Kansas games on so you're you know you're watching that a little bit um, you know I think all in all our our league is kind of what we thought it would it's a lot of really good teams you know how many teams can whatever get to whatever you know that's for other people to talk about. But uh, the depth of the league is, again, um, you know, you had a Rutgers team play very well against Wake Forest, you know, beat them pretty good. And we, we know Wake Forest is a good team. They won at Wisconsin. We played them in a scrimmage. So, you know, you had a lot of teams that uh, I think just a lot of really good teams in our league. And uh, that's why there's going to be so many close games. So you do keep an awareness of it uh, for sure. And, um, you know, some some surprise you. Um but that's the case in any league. But I think it validates what we felt all along. And this is a very, very deep league again. You didn't have ice uh, between a little bit more opportunities for McNeil and Holden and uh, Bob Yale. Uh-huh. Didn't particularly get a ton of production out of those three. I think they played a combined seven minutes and scored maybe 12 points, 14 points, something like that. Just uh, what can you do individually? Uh, to get maybe all three of those guys going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, what the look? They just have to keep getting better. You know, Rod, Roddy's got to be a, a two-way play f- player for us. Uh, Tanner, I'm, uh, I thought he did some good things offensively. He's got to continue to grow defensively, and um, he's he's good on the glass and, and good offensively. Uh, you know, Sean will be fine. They covered up Sean pretty well. Um, I think he missed a couple open looks and. Uh, needed to needed to get up on the line early in the second half when he had that wide open look, but um, not worried about uh, not worried about his or or any of those two guys' offense. I think the game will start to slow down for Roddy, and you'll see his offense grow when that happens. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really good, and it was hostile. <laughs> um, it was, it, it felt like that in a lot of ways. Um, uh, but it was, it was good. You know, I think we've seen really good things from, from those guys, <clears throat> um, in a lot of ways. Really, all four freshmen, um, they just impact in different ways. I think Bryce's impact is so obvious because of his scoring and how proficient he is as a scorer. But the Bruce's ball handling, running our team has been – it's just ability to impact the game has been has been tremendous. And, you know, I really like what Roddy and Felix have given us at times. So I'm pleased with those four guys. They are going to go through ups and downs. They're going to have struggling moments. Um, and we have to be patient with them. And as long as they have the right attitude and approach, we got to keep playing them. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I, I've been asked that, and I try not to, you know, you try not to put too much on, on kids. Um, you know, my biggest challenge for them this week is, is going to be, okay, hey, um, you're coming off a of Saturday. We're playing a good team on Wednesday. Um, you know, you got Christmas right around the corner. How, how focused are we going to be on, on these next uh, couple days in this, this game on Wednesday? Because that's sometimes where you see it really play itself out with young kids. Um, cause it's been, you know, it's been a full few months for them, but uh, they're certainly, um, at or, or a level above what we maybe anticipated, uh, for sure. And in, in terms of their production and we've needed every bit of it. You mentioned Carolina press, um, that you actually late and you talked about obviously their guards do so much for them. You've had teams pressure you at times this season, mostly handled it better than that. What did you see in those, in those moments that uh, did they, were you expecting, we talked to Hubert after the game, he said they had more pressure much before, where it got down. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they did it late against uh, Virginia Tech and really bothered them. Yeah, yeah, really bothered them. And they didn't have Baycott in that game. Um, so they, they got down and then they came back and cut it to a, a one point game at Virginia Tech, who's a good team. But, um, uh, so I did, I did anticipate it. You know, looking back on it, I just wish we would have, you know, I wish I would have maybe emphasized it a little bit more. They have not run it much, but as a coach, you're trying to project what could potentially bother um, bother you. And, and I thought that could if they stayed in it. And, uh, yeah, we, we had, you know, it had, we have not been bothered much all year, but it was a little bit of a different press and give them credit. And what was, was it different? It was a diamond press um, um, and a, We've not seen that a whole lot. Um, uh, they had a guy on the ball, and, and uh, Nance's length impacted us, and his ability to move on the ball uh, impacted us. And um, you know, the other presses we've seen have been more three-quarter court or uh, less uh, less heat on the ball. Yeah, you just asked, like, ahead of expectations and just kind of what you thought about your team. You're ten games in, half of the competition with seven three. Like, is this in general when you look at all the question marks where you? Yeah, ask me after Wednesday. Ask me after Wednesday, and I'll, I'll maybe have an answer on that. I want to see how we respond these next couple of days, you know, from a, from an emotional game um, and playing a good team. Uh, maybe I'll have a better answer then, kind of where we're at right before Christmas. Or, yeah, right before Christmas. That's a general question about guys picking up two early fouls. When you think back to the Duke game, Justice had to put two in. He sat for a good chunk of the first half and then against Carolina. Bruce had two pretty quick ones, but it looked like he played through a good, a good portion of the first half with those two. He's a freshman, not a fifth, sixth year senior. So when you're looking at guys in that situation, it just kind of depends who we're playing, what the score is, the flow of the game, or how do you make those decisions? Yeah, I'll play a guy with two fouls uh, in the first half in most cases. Um, not every case, but in most cases I will. Um, with Justice, uh, the guy he was guarding, I believe, at Duke was a little bit more um, – and we didn't have another great matchup, but could be a little bit more susceptible to picking up his third – I did not think that was going to be as much of an issue with Bruce. I thought we could potentially hide him. So it was a little bit more matchup driven at that situation um, for, for playing those guys. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, yeah.